What's up, everyone? Welcome to the NG English Show. My name is John Drummond, or Yang Haowen. Hi, 大家好，欢迎回到 NG 英文。我是 Stephanie。今天的来宾是一位创业家以及电影产业的翻译。接下来，就让我们来欢迎 Stephanie。Today, I am joined by a superstar, an entrepreneur, a translator, a film and cinema industry expert. A literary expert and so much more. So, everyone, please welcome Stephanie. Thank you, Stephanie. Thank you so much for joining us. It's so cool because we got to meet on a a bit of a casting situation.、Mm -hmm. You are on the casting team for a new movie that is filming here in Taiwan. Is that correct? Yes, it is. Very cool. So, I was hoping maybe you could share it with our audience here on NG Ingwen. Who is the woman, the myth, the legend? Um. I'm really not, you know, as special、Humble. as you're making out. <laughs> um, but I, I will say that um, I, I did have a pretty、uh, atypical experience growing up in Taiwan.、Mm -hmm. But um, I grew up. I was born and raised in Taiwan. Um, I, I grew up、uh, in Taipei. Um, and went through the local school system.、Mm -hmm. Um, and um, after high school, I uh went to, to college in the U.S. I went to UCLA,、mm -hmm. and um afterwards uh I stayed and worked there within the um film industry. Um, also did some translation on the side. And when COVID hit, that's when I packed up and moved back to Taiwan for the time being.、Mm, for the time being, yes,、yeah. key key phrase there. <laughs> Very cool. Well, I was hoping maybe we could start today with your film and kind of movie industry knowledge and work because you're really doing some cool stuff. You're you're helping essentially films find the actors and the talent for their films. Is that correct? Uh, yeah. So that's what um I I actually only started doing casting. Uh, after I moved back to Taiwan,、mm. um, I was first in the Taiwan trilogy、uh, casting team, Taiwan Sanbuqu.、Mm. Yeah, and so,、um, so, so,、um, a lot of the expat community here in Taiwan probably would find my name familiar because <laughs> I've I was the one posting everywhere the casting calls. What I do is I I reach out to agents or just.、Um, Actors or even non-actors who are interested in acting,、mm. and、um, depending on the production's need, I you know contact、uh, specific groups of people. You know, we we might consider gender, ethnicity, age,、um, appearance, etc.、Mm -hmm. um, and I you know I audition them and、um, line them up, present them to the director to see if、uh, he likes the candidates, and.、Um, When once we we are sure、uh, which actors we're gonna use, we I I could do everything from negotiating contracts, arranging、uh, travel accommodation, and、um, by the time we get on set, it's ensuring they're in the right places at the right time. <laughs> So valuable, really. I mean, people. I, I love to bring friends on like you to, to share kind of the the BTS, the behind the scenes of how much really goes into getting a TV or a commercial or a drama going. I mean, because it's crazy. There's、mm -hmm. so many moving parts, logistics, timing, right? Like who's sick today? Who can fill in? Yeah, exactly.、Um, at the time, at、uh, for Taiwan trilogy too. Um, COVID hadn't really died down in Taiwan yet, so、um, even though the production like ended in 
later on they picked it up for um as an like animation but we still had people out there like actually on location mm -hmm. and it was about like testing swabs and all that yeah yeah <laughs> full full on covid prevention mm -hmm. scene you know yeah. so just what it already is which is crazy now add a pandemic on top of that mm -hmm. double crazy exactly so cool so yeah so originally though thinking kind of about the work you were doing all over the world really mm -hmm. now has been translation and has there been a focus of your translation, a certain industry or topic that you've done? Because I think you've also, you were telling me off air, you've worked for Taiwan News, mm -hmm. which is my favorite, one of my favorite English news sources here in Taiwan. And so, yeah, you've been doing all sorts of kind of translation work, but mm -hmm. any specific industry? Um, so I do a bit of everything. I, I have a lot of like just document translation uh subtitles mm. um but while i was in the u.s in college i developed i ventured into this world uh of like international co-productions uh while i was in college there was this trend for hollywood and china to do a lot of co-productions and so uh i i interned at this production company that really specialized in that and so uh I realized that this was something that I, with my background, I could do because I, I'm fully fluent in both uh, Chinese and English. And also um, I have training in film. And so I was looking at all these like big Hollywood films that were being produced along with China, but a lot of them were flops and very controversial. Mm -hmm. And so I figured, well, um, their mode of communication you know, it's because when when you're doing a co-production, it's not just about getting a translator there to translate the language. You also need to understand the the um to both sides, uh, you know, cultures, their business models, their creative concepts. Mm -hmm. And so I realized that this was something I could really specialize in. And so by the time I graduated college, I started working on starting my own company in L.A., um, specializing in cultural consulting and also translation. Like I translated so many screenplays, um, treatments, and I joined Writers Room, uh, where which is when um, the writers of a series get together and like really brainstorm, like intensive intensive brainstorm sessions mm. to plan out a whole series. So I was I I joined one of those. Um, and yeah, even even today, I still get um, screenplay translation jobs. It's so cool. It's really, you know, seeing the, the hustle of the translation scene. And it's so cool because you had the, it's so interesting because you had the foresight to create your own kind of niche within that and know that you could really be the bridge between Hollywood and China and different productions, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, but unfortunately, um, by the, like, Later, uh, the 2010, um, uh, obviously, U.S. and the relationship between mm -hmm. U.S. and China kind of fell apart. Um, so, and then COVID hit, so I moved back to Taiwan, and I realized that Taiwan has a market for that as well. So I'm also like working to, working on establishing my authority in this, um, in this in, uh, field. Yeah, and it's so cool. I mean, you're already making your name here. You know, you were the casting assistant. You were leading the casting when I came in. And so, you, you, you know, you, you're doing it already. And that's one year back. No, a few years back, but mm -hmm. a, a, only a short time really back in the film industry. Because mm -hmm. 
you came back to Taiwan and, and got into reporting right away with Taiwan News. Is that correct? Um, I I went to I joined Taiwan Trilogy first. Got I'm sorry. Yes. Okay. So after Taiwan Trilogy, you you entered Taiwan News mm -hmm. as a. It was that like a field reporter technically, like writer reporter, writer reporter. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. What were you focusing on with Taiwan News? It was a lot, really. I you um, had Hermione Lee. Shout out to Hermione. <laughs> you interviewed Hermione for Taiwan News, right? Yeah, twice. <laughs> oh, we love we love Hermione. <laughs> yeah. Um. I. It was a lot of um, assignments, really, um, because I tr I I'm very quick at translating. So I did. Gifts. I <laughs> yeah. I I got a lot of assignments, but also um, so I a lot of technology, especially ESG related stuff, mm. um, and um, I a lot of everything really travel politics foreign relations mm -hmm. um social social um news um it was a little cuz it's a small team at taiwan news yeah. so everyone has to do, do a bit of everything you got to wear many hats at taiwan news yeah <laughs> i was i was interviewed but i'm just trying to remember his name from taiwan news and i want to say mark maybe can't remember mm. uh, but yeah he, he came in here and he was just like yeah i'm doing four different stories all different industries yeah <laughs> so, yeah exactly totally understand well what's the future for stephanie what do you want do you want to be building your own company here do you want to be going abroad again what what do you think is next um i i have considered building like starting another company like taiwan in taiwan mm. but um for now, I'm still, you know, trying to mull over plans. Um, for now, I'm in another production that you are casting for. Mm. Once that wraps, um, I am going to the UK for a master's degree. Ooh, <laughs> authority. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's about building authority since I'm trying to pave my own way. Yeah, self yeah. self-made woman right here. I love it. <laughs> yes, well... Congratulations with all your success and your your I hope your continued success because you. yeah you really seem to have found your your path and it's a beautiful intersection of language and and arts and culture. Mm-hmm,exactly.来宾是土生土长的台湾人，那他在大学之前都在台湾的学校念书。那直到大学之后，他才到了美国读UCLA。那毕业后也继续待在美国的电影产业，并且接了一些翻译的工作。那来宾是回到台湾之后才开始接触了宣角的工作。那当时是在台湾三部曲当中的宣角当做工作人员。所以如果在外派社团当中的人应该会觉得他的名字很熟悉。毕竟当时他到处贴文找演员。那他主要是
。尤其共同制作的时候，其实翻译不应该只是单纯的翻译语言，而是要真的能够理解双方的文化、商业模式跟创意理念。所以他毕业后就在 L A 开始创业，专门做文化顾问以及翻译。那他当时翻译了很多剧本，也参与了编剧的会议。那可惜，在2010年的时候，因为美国跟中国的关系破裂，又遇到了疫情的关系，所以来宾就搬回来台湾了。那他搬回来台湾后，发现台湾其实有这样的需求，所以他试着在这个市场当中占有一席之地。那来宾也说，他回来台湾后，本来是在台湾三部曲担任选角的工作人员，但后来他就成为了台湾 News 的一位记者。那他做了很多科技，尤其 ESG 相关的议题。那他说，因为台湾 News 是一个比较小的团队，所以也身兼多职。那来宾分享，他其实想要在台湾再次创业，但目前还在计划中。那目前他在另一个制作团队工作，但他打算这边结束之后要去英国读硕士。那我们来复习一下刚刚来宾提到的一些片语跟词汇。第一个是 expat，expat，e x p a t， 那其实是 expatriate 的缩写，那主要是形容外派人员。candidates，candidates，c a n d i d a t e s。意思就是人选。那 negotiate， negotiate， n e g o t i a t e， 代表着谈判或是讨论。那接下来就是 specialized， specialized， s p e c i a l i z e d， 代表着专门。flop， flop， f l o p， 代表着失败。那最后就是 controversial， controversial。C O N T R O V E R S I A L， 也就是有争议的意思。那我们继续来听接下来的专访吧。Do you mind though if we switch gears, Stephanie, to talk、mm-hmm. about the language side specifically? Because、mm-hmm. here you are speaking so beautifully, <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, you must have grown up in the U.S., right? Wrong. <laughs> yeah. All in Taiwan. Born so, and raised. Born and raised. Yeah. So, can you share a little bit about your story with language? Yeah. Um. I. So obviously, I am fluent in Chinese and English. I also speak French、uh, and Korean. What? <laughs> yeah.、Um, Surprise. <laughs> my one principle in learning anything is that、um, only study what really interests you. Otherwise,、mm. it's just torture.、Ooh. And so,、um, I, I guess I just have a natural interest in languages. For、uh, I'll start with French and Korean since those are simpler stories.、Okay. So for French,、um, I, I my first contact with French was、um, I lived in Vancouver for one year、mm. um, uh, when I was in junior high school,、mm-hmm. and so in Vancouver, obviously in Canada, French is like、um, they they have to learn they teach French at schools、right. and everyone has to learn it. It's kind of like the Spanish of the United States in a way.、Right? Mm. Yeah, kind of like that. The,、yeah. Usually, the second language first.、Mm-hmm. And、um, but at the time, I was like, "Well, I'm only here for a year. Why do I have to learn this? Like, I have no f- like foundation in this language whatsoever." So,、mm-hmm. I was like、um, reluctant to learn it at the time.、Um, but then after I came back to Taiwan,、um, at school we were shown.、Uh, The French musical、uh, Notre Dame de Paris,、mm. and I got absolutely <laughs> obsessed with it.、Um, so、Beautiful. I went from not knowing a single word to now like being able to just sing along with everything.、Nice. I actually last year during lockdown, I a friend of mine and I like 
bought tickets to the Paris show like this year, this November. So you're going to Paris for the show? Yeah, definitely.、Oh、I'm not gonna、goodness. miss it. It's the 25th anniversary. That's amazing. Um, but yeah, that's how obsessed I am with it. I t- I tend to like fangirl a lot. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah. Um, so so I've been learning French since high school, and I'm still taking French lessons now.、Mm. Wow, so cool, and so maybe thinking kind of about all your language. Has there been any similarities, any techniques, tools, and tips really that have applied to all of them? I think you beautifully said, you know, study what you're interested in,、mm-hmm. which I always stress on this show. I know going backwards there for a second. Sometimes in school, if you're listening, you're a student. You might not always love math right now, or you might not always love history. That's a different story. <laughs> yeah, because you don't have a choice. You don't have a choice. You got to play the game, guys. Play the game. I promise it gets better. But once you graduate and you have choices on what to study,、mm-hmm. being interested or curious about something to study is is so invaluable. So maybe in your own words, do you have any tools, tips, and advice that have worked across your languages? I think even though for French and Korean now I don't get enough op- like I don't have enough time to do it, but.、Mm. Actually, writing it, actually speaking it, because the way I learned English, this really ties into the way I, I was able to improve my English,、um, was by like voraciously writing, yeah, writing. and reading,、um, yeah. Those are like because I I I have always been a like great read, like I I've loved books、mm. as a kid.、Um, So one key to my English learning journey was Harry Potter. Love that! Shout out J.K. Rowling. <laughs> um, yeah, um, I, I, I'll, I'll, I'll go from start. So I always tell people that I never graduated from kindergarten because halfway through it, my mom like, like,、um, put me in this like all. All English school,、mm. um, Tremay,、mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and so I was there like、um, every day, full day. Maybe I think that that probably、uh, helped with my accent, like th- make me sound native. Yeah, because when I met you, I was like, oh, for sure, you were born in America. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, um, and um, and then I uh in. It's it's kind of、um, backwards compared to、uh, my peers in Taiwan, really,、mm. because it was very intensive at first, and then as I went went through elementary school, it got less and less、mm. intensive. Right. So it went from oh, like uh, all uh, f- a full week of like fully English environment to okay, a couple of days of English classes after school. Right. To oh, a tutor. Um, once a week. Right, right. So by the time I was in sixth grade, it was my English education was a bit stagnant,、mm. even though I was still way way ahead of my peers. Um, and so why why I said Harry Potter was a key because, um, around sixth grade, um, I before that I uh, uh I was reading Harry Potter in Chinese, and then come sixth grade, uh, the seventh book was just published. And I was like, I I I cannot wait for this brick of a book to be translated. Right. And I was like, okay, I'm gonna try it out. And so I opened it, and I realized that, oh, I I actually understand enough to like follow the story like、mm. very well. There were definitely a lot of vocab- vocabulary, yeah. but uh, uh, yeah, I was able to read through it. And so since then, I've been reading just English novels. 
a lot. Mm -hmm. And that helped a lot. And another turning point for me was uh, after Canada, which I uh, went in seventh grade. Mm -hmm. Uh, After I came back to Taiwan, I was a transfer student at the school. And unfortunately, I went through some like rough times with my classmates mm. so so the the one coping mechanism i had was writing in my diary mm. um but one day i realized that like my desk was not really a safe space like people were like at least at least you know putting things in it right and then i real and and so i figured okay i'm gonna write in english oh. so even if someone does get their hands on my like really private stuff like they're probably not going to understand it oh my goodness yeah it's like your secret code yeah exactly um so yeah literally um i would for a couple of quite a few years um i would not go anywhere without my journal this lasted until at least the end of high school Mm. i was writing in it every day like almost every hour um i didn't care like if my grammar was wrong i was just um i was just writing and i also i was reading a lot of english english novels as well mm-hmm. so i guess this combination really like gave me a very solid boost mm-hmm. um yeah. yeah and then after that it was ucla and obviously and that full immersion mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. i just love that kind of thinking about the combination there of reading in english and then actually out of necessity writing in english mm-hmm. in a journal Journals are so powerful, actually, you know, for really mental clarity. You know, we use it a lot in mental health. <laughs> and mm, so, yeah. but just that's so great. And I'm sorry it came that way. Like you had to hide it almost, your, but it was your own little secret language. But mm-hmm. what a boost to your ability now to translate, to be fluent, really, mm-hmm. in the language. Wow. What a what a cool story there. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Very cool. Well, Stephanie, unfortunately, we're coming to the end mm-hmm. of, of the show here. And I wish you continued success. And I hope you can bring all your talents around the world as you seem to continue to do. 来宾说他除了中文跟英文之外, 那来宾很自然地对于学习语言感兴趣。那他学习法文的原因是因为他在加拿大的温哥华住过一年，那因为当时的高中法文是一个必修课。来宾说他当时其实非常不愿意学习法文，因为他完全没有任何基础。可是他
。而他在高中毕业之前，都一直有写日记的习惯，也一直有在持续看英文的小说，因此这个组合让他增强了许多。那后来他去美国读书之后，就是完全沉浸在英文的环境当中。那我们来复习一下刚刚来宾提到的一些片语跟词汇。第一个是 torture， torture， t o r t u r e， 也就是虐待的意思。reluctant， reluctant。R E L U C T A N T， 意思是不愿意。Voraciously, voraciously, V O R A C I O U S L Y， 意思是大量的或者形容狼吞虎咽。最后就是 stagnant, stagnant, S T A G N A N T， 代表着停滞的意思。那我们继续来听接下来的专访吧。A question I'd love to end the show with is:、mm-hmm. if you could go back and talk to a younger Stephanie,、mm-hmm. maybe when you were writing in your diary in English,、mm-hmm. would there be any advice you give yourself about life, language, literature, art, culture, anything? I think life-wise, I would tell myself continue doing what you love to do,、mm-hmm. even though there will be struggles along the way.、Um, even even today, I'm still struggling with you know, is this the right decision that I made?、Mm-hmm. But so far, it's been satisfying.、Um, Language-wise, I would say、um, pick up French and Korean sooner because it is true. Like it's so much easier to learn a language when you're younger. Yes, that is. Yeah.、Sure. Um, but yeah, that, I think. Are you a Blackpink fan? No, I、ah. watch a lot of Korean drama. Okay, That's Korean how drama. I、yeah. learned. So、Korean. not K-pop. K drama. Yeah, is there, K, is, there K, K, is that a slang yeah, for that? K drama.、Yeah. It's just K drama. Okay.、Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So K dramas is where it's at. Yeah. Okay. For me, makes sense. Makes、yeah. sense. Yeah. I didn't take you as a Blackpink. I just、no. watched a Blackpink documentary, so I'm like a fan now. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Shout out Blackpink on Netflix. <laughs> it's like、oh, very old, but I respect because that's a very successful documentary. Then yeah, they gain、really、a new、is. fan. Gain a new fan, like somebody who I never th- imagined myself being interested, but to hear this, you know the. This, anyway, I mean, yeah, don't, they don't, definitely don't, work hard. They work hard, yeah,、mm-hmm. and and you know they're they have backgrounds all in in、mm-hmm. just being you know some of them are foreigners. I think yeah, one of the girls、yeah, Thai,、exactly. you know one、mm-hmm. one girl grew up in the U.S. So it's just cool. It's like a multicultural little beautiful family. But、uh, anyway, I digress. <laughs> <laughs> 来宾会给年轻自己的建议，就是要做自己热爱的事情。虽然过程中可能会挣扎，因为就算是现在，他也会挣扎，更不确定自己选择是否是对的。但目前为止都蛮满意的。那如果是语言方面的话呢，他会选择早点学法文跟韩文，因为他认为真的年纪小的时候学习比较容易。那我们就谢谢今天的来宾 Stephanie。Stephanie, where can people maybe reach out to you online? Do you have any social media that they could follow along with or, or talk to you if they have any tips or、uh, if they have any questions? I should say. My probably my Instagram Stephanie P H J I A N G. Whoa, what's that stand for? It's my full name. Oh, with my、uh, like Chinese, Chinese initials through there. Nice, yeah, awesome. All right, Stephanie. Well, thank you. We wish you much success, and we'll talk to you next time. Thank you so much. All right, all right, everyone. Thank you for joining us on the NG England Show. Please go follow along with Stephanie if you're curious more about arts and entertainment and translation and language, or myself, John Drummond eight nine, or Yang Haolin on social media. All right, everyone. Thank you for your curiosity, your dedication to learning, and your drive. We'll talk to you next time. Much love, peace. All right. Well, that is our Ng Ingwen show for today. We hope everyone enjoyed listening to that. 
You can connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and now Spotify. You can search NG Ingwen, or you can search on IG NG English ICRT. And don't forget to tune in every Wednesday morning from 6.30 to 7, and Wednesday night from 9 to 9.30. We'll catch you on the next episode. Bye-bye.